0: This episode of Bulletproof Radio is brought to you as a gift from me. There is no sponsor because I just want to get this out there as fast as I can record it because it's about coronavirus and it's spreading quickly. The odds, if you listen to my show and you do some of the things I talk about, are that you're going to be okay, so you can take a deep breath. However, the odds of everyone you know, including your parents, including your elders, including people you know who may be sick or have weak immune systems, their odds are not as good especially if everyone gets sick all at once i'm doing my part right now to stay home keep my family at home and see if we can delay the spread of this stuff and at the same time spread some powerful information that otherwise i wouldn't have gathered for you about how to control il-6 which is the primary inflammatory cytokine we think that's out there for corona
1: Bulletproof Radio, a state of high performance.
0: You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. And there is no cool fact of the day because this is a special edition of Bulletproof Radio that I put together for you. And I did it on the fly. It's short, and this is what I would do if I was looking at hacking Interleukin-6, which we now understand based on a week-old study out of Wuhan, that this is one of the ways that the coronavirus is killing people by causing a cytokine storm, basically a storm of inflammation. And I'm going to go through in this podcast relatively quickly and tell you a list of things that I would do if I had something that was raising my IL-6 levels. Yes, coronavirus could do that. I want to tell you nothing on this list that I know of has been tested against coronavirus or COVID-19 specifically whatsoever. Most of them have been tested in humans or in animals. In fact, all of them, unless I call it out otherwise, in at least some cases to lower or inhibit IL-6. So if you want to stop a cytokine storm, this is your list of big guns. You could take these before or even during an infection if your doctor says it's okay. Would I take these? Would I give these to my family? abso freaking lutely And that's why I'm sharing it with you. Please do not go out there and say, Dave said that, One of these herbs or L glutamine is going to cure coronavirus? No, it's not. Your immune system is going to do that. I just don't want your immune system to get too active while it's doing that. If you have suggestions for this, please put them in the comments thread. Please share them on Instagram. I really want to know more. But this is the kind of biohacking perspective that's oftentimes missing. People stand up and say, There is no evidence that X, newsflash, no one knows how to cure coronavirus. So what are we going to do? We're going to be better than average. That said, here's your list. This is going to be about how to hack coronavirus. No, I don't know how to cure it, but we know some things that it does, and here's some thoughts about what you can possibly do about that. One of the things that happens in it is it's causing damage to people's hearts in a lot of people, not just lungs, and it seems to do this through increasing inflammation beyond what would be normal, what we call a cytokine storm. And a new paper that came out a week ago in China called clinical predictors of mortality due to COVID-19 based on an analysis of data of 150 patients from Wuhan, China uh, came out and provided some really interesting information. It looks like around 33% of people are coming out of it with respiratory failure and heart failure damage, which is useful. And They provide the name of the inflammatory cytokine that seems to rise that's causing the problem, which is interleukin-6, commonly known as IL-6. This is a major clue. Now, known as clinical trialed, any of the things I'm talking about, actually, that's not true. Some of them have been clinical trialed, but not for corona. But we know these are things that actually affect inflammation via changing IL-6. So I'm going to talk with you about, hey, you might get exposed to a virus that raises IL-6, and that's one of the mechanisms that it causes damage with. So what would you want to do if you might be exposed to that or someone you care about would be? One thing you could do, you could wait until a drug or some other thing was clinically trialed, double-blind studied, maybe six months from now, and decide to do that. Or you could do what I do as a biohacker and say, well, given what we know, what is the most logical way that I can be not average? So if you can get a little bit better than average results, great. You might actually, though, get worse than average results. It's just you got to play the odds. And in my opinion, my exclusive non-medical opinion that you are paying nothing for and therefore should not trust until you talk to your doctor or anything else, here's what I would do. I would look at the different things that affect your IL-6 levels. And you've already heard me talk about some of these in my other coronavirus posts or just in my biohacking posts around inflammation in general. But there are studies out there about how you can inhibit IL-6. It turns out some of them are herbal. Sage, oregano, bay leaves are three of the things that work. You can do an herbal extract in alcohol. You can also throw some bay leaves, tons of oregano, and sage in a soup. So increasing those things is a way to inhibit IL-6. You can also take oregano oil, which probably does that, if not oregano extract would And I don't know about taking sage and bay leaf extracts or essential oils, but there may be some efficacy there. There's a study that says resistant starch. And what's really going on there is anything that improves your gut bacteria is likely to increase butyric acid, which decreases inflammation, which is going to have an effect on IL-6. There's a study about resistant starch. My blend of resistant starches, the one I put together for Bulletproof, is what I take on a regular basis. And that one contains acacia gum, larch arabinogalactin, and it also contains hydrolyzed guar gum because there were studies that showed that those things break down into feeding the good guys in your gut and you want a healthy gut. You can also do the probiotics, Bacillus infantis, Saccharomyces boiardi, which is a yeast, Lactobacillus casei, Lactobacillus salivarius, and those can be good for you. Another something that you've heard me talk about on the podcast a while back was trehalose, T-R-E-H-A-L-O-S-E. Trehalose is a sugar that increases hydration in your tissues. It's good unless you've been in a hospital and you have C. diff, in which case it makes C. diff worse. There's good evidence for EGCG, also known as green tea extract. Vitamin D3 has a study for lowering IL-6. One of my favorite mitochondrial boosters, one that I helped to put on the market called PQQ, is in my unfair advantage formula that's been around for, I believe, seven years now. PQQ uh, is shown in a study to reduce IL-6. Newsflash, almost anything that increases mitochondrial function is going to help you with IL-6, but not everything. Uh, You also might want to look at zinc and magnesium. These are on the top five list of supplements I think you should take every day anyway, Those also have studies showing they reduce IL-6. And now here's a big gun. This is something that I actually take when I fly, especially during cold and flu season, whether or not it's corona, cold and flu season. This is something called andrographis. And andrographis is an herb. And out of dozens and dozens of plants that have been tested, this is something that inhibits IL-6 very potently. In fact, more than some prescription drugs you can get it in combination with echinacea. And that combination was studied in one or two trials and it actually reduced respiratory tract viral and bacterial infections by, I believe, 20% and also reduced the severity of them. So now you could say, am I going to take all this stuff? No. You're going to take some of this stuff? Yes. Would andrographis probably be a good idea? Yeah. But the list isn't done yet. There's more you can do. Fish oil. That's an obvious one. I would probably tell you that fish, roe, or krill oil are superior in almost every single way. You've heard me talk about those. I've formulated things. Licorice is something that supports adrenals, which is probably how it works. Curcumin, which I use in one of my formulas that has rare Chinese herbs that affect inflammation in the body. And uh, my formula that contains curcumin is called Curcumin Max, but it's got some other goodies in there that aren't actually on my big list here. There's another thing called black cumin seed oil, which is all over the place. I just saw it in the Middle East, just in common store shelves. And that stuff is shown in a study to reduce IL-6 and other inflammation. It's also good for people who have excess histamine. Something that's good in the anti-aging mitochondrial enhancement circles, cognitive enhancement circles, is called Fisitin, which is in a formula I put together called Smart Mode. Ficitin is shown in a study to do this as well. Uh, Boswellia, which is I also include in formulas, is a common anti-inflammatory herbal that is really worth doing. One of my favorite but unknown antibacterial, antiviral compounds that comes from olive oil is called hydroxytyrosol. You can take olive oil to get it, or you could take little capsules of hydroxytyrosol that have hundreds of times more of this precious antioxidant than olive oil does. i do both. You could also do Luteolin, which is in many formulas for eyes, I believe, including mine. And there's also quercetin. And uh, of course, you normally take that with vitamin C. There are also studies on resveratrol. So that's kind of a long list. I can put all these together for you uh, in a a post. But here's the deal. You can do things to control your IL-6 levels before and after you get sick. So when you're sitting there in an emergency room, which may happen, or someone you care about is and someone looks you in the eye and says there's nothing we can do well i just gave you a list of about 20 things that you can do that may not be there and you need to have that on your list if you wanted my top three things to do here i would probably look at resistant starch i.e i'm going to call it just prebiotics in general and I've had huge results in my own use of prebiotics and you do that because it affects you on so many different levels, including feeding all the good guys in your gut. No conversation would be complete without vitamin D3. I would also add, even though there isn't a study that I found vitamin A and vitamin K2 should be taken with it and I put those together in a supplement. But this is just standard. Every functional medicine doctor knows that this is a good thing for many different levels. And I do believe that andrographis should be on your list of things to pay attention to, especially if you're getting sick or after you've gotten sick. And I really, really like the curcumin formula that I make, but you get to pick whichever curcumin you want. I will caution you, however, curcumin that comes with black pepper extract is not good for you and you should avoid that. The reason is that black pepper extract is shown in studies to poke holes in your gut, which lets bacterial toxins called lipopolysaccharide enter you and cause inflammation. The whole point is to stop inflammation. And since this may be a really important hospital grade situation, don't mess around poking holes in your gut lining using black pepper extract. Uh, of course, I don't use that in my formula at all. So there's your top three there. If you could throw some boswellia in there, you're probably going to like it. And anything else from that list, good, good, good. All right. What are the things you could do that might increase your levels of IL-6? Well, hate to tell you, I've been saying this in every one of my posts about coronavirus. If you're eating fried stuff and you have lots of sugar, it is going to increase inflammation and IL-6. Eating foods that are high in the glycemic index are not going to be good for you either. Other things, chronic insomnia is going to be a big issue. And this is something I dealt with for a long time. I would just be really tired during the day, partly because I didn't like to sleep, partly because I slept like crap, because I lived in a toxic mold environment. Well, you need to fix your sleep. So go to bed early, wear glasses. Yes, I started a company called TrueDark. I'm gonna tell you wear glasses if they improve your sleep quality. I doubled my deep sleep when I put on my TrueDarks, and I measured on my ring, and I'm happy to say it. You may have zero results from that, but given what I hear, I think that's a really good idea likewise melatonin supplementation if you need it. We also know that overtraining or long endurance training is not good for IL-6 because, well, that's how it is. Being fat, uh, smoking, drinking alcohol, uh, being stressed for all sorts of, uh, of reasons, uh, in, uh, environmental reasons, family reasons, temperature reasons, too much stress is a bad thing. Also, if you've been exposed to or are being exposed to toxic mold, your risk of getting any disease goes through the roof, including this one, and your odds of fighting it off go down. So if you're dealing with toxic mold, you've got to do something about that. The best thing you can do is get out. If you can't afford to get out, air filters, fixing the leaks, don't disturb the mold. Look at my company called Homebiotic, which has been around for five years. It has a $29 a probiotic you spray around your house. It's not going to fix toxic mold. It just eats toxic mold as its fuel source and is shown to prevent it from growing. But seriously, if you're trying to fight off a virus and you're in a moldy house, like get out. Stay with a friend. Do what you can do. It is not the time to fight mold and a virus on a, on two fronts. It's super important for you. One of the interesting things that I came across in looking what inhibits IL six is calorie restriction, i.e., fasting. This is really controversial during the coronavirus because, of course, there are no studies about any of this. So I'm just looking at what happens with IL-6. And I don't think you want to be too fasted going into a, a stressed state. So if you're fasting enough that it's increasing any stress on the body, it might be too much. And you might want to just do a shorter intermittent fast rather than a multi-day fast and if you're going to be flying you're super tired you worked out maybe have breakfast that day just be a little bit more kind to yourself Uh, because yes it's good to be in ketosis because of its anti-inflammatory effect however there are studies that show that having some carbohydrates some glucose present is good to fight off a virus infection but having glucose present is bad if you have a bacterial infection and what oftentimes happens with viruses is you start with a virus infection, which means having some glucose and some ketones present might be a good idea. But then as soon as it kicks over to the pneumonia bacteria type of infection, then cutting the carbs and being just in ketosis would be the best strategy. So like, like I said, caloric restriction, there is a study. And I think there's a lot we don't know about that. Good news is there are several studies supporting low-level light therapy Uh, You know that I'm a huge fan of that, one of the early voices in the movement around using LEDs and lasers for health, not for the opposite of that. You'll also like knowing that broccoli sprouts or sulforaphane are shown to inhibit IL-6, which is a good thing. I wrote about those in Headstrong as something that could be particularly helpful. Another thing that I do that a lot of people don't know about, even though I wrote about it in Superhuman, is something called Melanocyte stimulating hormone or MSH or melanotan. And this is really interesting stuff because it actually does reduce inflammation, especially autoimmune type of things. It also gives you a tan without very much sun. So I take it for its autoimmune purposes and because based on headstrong research, I believe that having extra melanin inside your eyes, inside your brain, can have cognitive and biochemical effects. But regardless, I don't mind having a nice tan without a lot of work. So a little bit of injectable MSH, uh, which is a peptide, is probably a good idea. It's something that certainly I do. Although, like I said, nothing on this list is tested for coronavirus specifically. This is, hey, something, maybe coronavirus, is spiking my IL-6. What would I do to manage that inflammation so I don't get the inflammatory cytokine storm? This is just straight up hacking it. Another one of my favorite supplements of all time, that could be beneficial here would be drumroll testosterone, as testosterone can inhibit inflammation as well. Some of these studies are talking about IL-6 in animals, uh, but hey, we're talking about what would you do if you had to hack a problem? What's likely to work versus what is proven 100% to work? Uh, there is a study, it is on mice about glycine, which is the primary amino acid in collagen, Uh, being beneficial, uh, I definitely think that's worth doing. Bromelain, uh, which is a digestive enzyme that comes from fruit, is also something that is probably worth your time. Although you might consider seropeptase, even though there isn't a study for that, I think it's likely to work better. Another thing that could be beneficial that is actually in superhuman is called low-dose naltrexone, which is a general anti-inflammatory that could have IL-6-specific inhibitory effects r-alpha lipoic acid is another really common one that people take for detoxing metals and for supporting the liver i definitely think that's worth taking i take that stuff every day just in case there's evidence that astaxanthin which is in my eye formula is good at inhibiting inflammation and it does that by improving human neutrophils one of my favorite herbs of all time is rosemary we grow so much of it in my garden here And in rosemary, you'll find something called rosmarinic acid, and it actually regulates inflammatory cytokine production, at least in tests where they're inducing inflammation using cadmium. And there are other things that show that rosemary is good for you on many different levels. You can actually take rosemary extract capsules or eat a lot of rosemary. I actually do both. I think it's really worth your time to do that, assuming you don't have allergies or things like that. If I was going to be hospitalized... Uh, or I was very, very ill and working on fighting things so that I could get stronger. Really, you have to talk about L-glutamine. L-glutamine can reduce IL-6 directly, at least in mice, and probably does it in humans, and it makes you feel better really fast. There is nothing that will throw you out of ketosis faster than L-glutamine except for a Twinkie. So just recognize that if you're saying, why did my ketones drop if I took glutamine? That's why, but that's okay. Have some brain octane. You'll still have some ketones present, but for healing the gut and reducing uh, cytokine spread, if it was me and I was in a hospital and I was getting a cytokine storm, I'd be looking to get my 20 grams of glutamine, knowing that there are no studies whatsoever about coronavirus and any of the things I talked about. This is what I would do to affect something that might kill me, whether or not it's caused by coronavirus. And this is the difference in biohacking. If you do. Five of these things on this list, are you likely to be better than average or likely to be worse than average? Only you can decide that. That's up to you. But I think this is really, really, really worth paying attention to. So think about it. It's not that hard to do this. And I want you to understand... This isn't a complete list. There are probably many more things. We haven't talked about pulsed electromagnets. There might be studies on that, but look, you're not helpless and you can make yourself stronger. You can make yourself more resilient and you can do that today. You can put down the cookie, put down the bad oils. Don't have so much sugar. Don't have grains. If you're smoking, this is your wake up call. Smokers have a much higher chance of dying. This is why so many people in China died because the smoking is rampant there. So you got to stop. And if we're talking about smoking pot, you got to stop that too. You can eat it instead. Vaping probably isn't a good idea. And if you're drinking alcohol, just stop for a few months. It's worth it. And while you're at it, work on all these other inflammatory cytokine things. And then if and when you do get coronavirus, maybe this will make you better than average. That's my hope. If you like this, check it out on daveasprey.com. I'll post the whole list for you.